At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Check. Oh, my God. God. Oh, my 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 God. That's still too. That's still way too loud. It's still way too loud. All right. Well, it is there. Let me check. Hold on. Oh my god. Like dude, I it's still way too loud. That's way too loud. No, that's not it. That's not it. Try that one. That's it. That's it. A lot better. Oh my gosh. Dude, it's like here here's the thing. Well and dude, we're not going in as high as we usually do. No, we didn't even go in as high. It's still pretty loud, but I'll deal with it. But this studio has been trash for the last four years. Playing but, but everything worked great. Everything was perfect. All of a sudden, they start getting assholes and elbows in here doing stuff, and now nothing works the right way. Like, everything's boosted up, too loud, too low, one ear. But at least for the first time in months, I got two ears. Well, and it was explained to me that there was something where you had to jiggle the headphones so they replaced some cords, and they say it's a massively big project. We should almost take a picture of all those cords. Oh, we are. We're going to post it. Because that's how they solved your headphone problem. <laughs> well, here's the problem. The splitter that I paid for, they took. Yeah, see, that's going to be a problem. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. All right, let's just go ahead and hit it. We're back. Hey, today we are officially back. This is going to be a real podcast. I think somebody deleted our page. You got... No, I just wanted to piss you off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I... I was about to lose it. I was about to lose my mind. That cord pile, I think that's a funny post. Maybe Dude, I should have taken a picture when they had the board open yesterday. I walked in here and this, I was like, there is no way. Because people think we're making up the headphone issue. They have to be. They do. Dude, I listen to podcasts where these chicks are in their beds. And, and it sounds amazing. It, dude, and there's no troubles. And we're in a, a radio studio, and we don't even know how to turn on headphones. But we're smarter than that. You've been in the industry 20 years. And I'm looking at things, and I looked under the board yesterday. They had this whole thing ripped out, and I said, there is no way it's going to be ready for us to do a podcast tomorrow. There is no chance. <laughs> Rip the ass, right? They're going to put this back together. And here we are, and it seems to be working. I mean, the headphones almost blew my ears out, even though it wasn't even loud. 
See, but, that's the thing. You got rookies in here. Who leaves headphones on volume 100? I don't know. Buddy. Because I teach my five-year-old, you cannot scream in people's ears because you will break their eardrums. Because my five-year-old thinks it's really funny to be like, Dada, Dada, can I tell you something in your ear? Yeah, what do you got to tell me? He goes, and then he screams in your ear and it's like, mother. And you tell, you've got to stop that. That's in Memphis, man. All right. We're ready, man. Hey, I, I feels good to be back. We are officially back today. One week. One week until the convention. I've been posting every day. I try to get a different picture Dude, of Nashville. You have been crushing I, the social media. I did the gym. I was getting a lot of pictures on that feeder or whatever the effing road is. It goes around Nashville and Bay goes, Dude, you take the same picture every time. And I'm like, you're right. I should go to different angles of Nashville. I think you're doing a great job. Whatever she says, don't com- don't let her complain. If she's going to complain about the mousetrap, she needs to come up with a better mousetrap. Dude, I was at my gym, and I look out the door. I'm like, oh, Nashville in the morning. Nashville in the morning. There's Grand Hyatt. <laughs> oh, I had a perfect view of the Grand Hyatt. That's when I snapped that picture. That's what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes, Ray. Do the intro. Arnold is off on a Friday? No, no. He's just he's getting – he's did a coffee run or something. I don't even drink coffee, but he said, I'll go get you coffee. And – I'm telling you, I kind of want to kill him off before the convention. No, no. You are not. You, Arnold is always and forever a part of this show. Arnold, put that gun down. I had to kill him. No. <laughs> no, Arnold's a great dude, man. <laughs> dude, because if I have to do the voice at the convention, it's just annoying. Well, you can do it just at the podcast. You don't have to do All it the right. whole weekend. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's what he told me. Okay. That he wanted to say. All right, let's do it. We'll do it live. We are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it's Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side with Bazer in our apartment. Eh, I'm going to save that for the big show. I had a little incident. At the apartment Yeah, don't talk about that then. Nah, I don't think we'll... Actually, it's actually perfect for this show. No, 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 no. Save it. Foreshadowing. Okay. So I can talk about it in this episode or live at the convention. Maybe live at the convention. All right. Uh, Coach, over to you. Yeah, west side and we're moving to the north side. I mean, I know everybody's excited. You want us to come on and talk about all the playoff scenarios. If this team wins, this team's in. If this team loses, they're out. I don't even understand it. I I can't figure out who's in, who's out. If you got to win, this team needs a loss, a tie, and an upside down uh, field goal to get in the playoffs. So great, the Bills win, they're in. If they lose, they're most likely out. I don't know. Jacksonville wins, they win the division. Houston wins, they're in. If the Colts win, they're in. It's very. There's so many scenarios. So you figure it out and you let me know and break it down for me exactly everything that has to happen because I don't know. The dudes that do on TV on Sports Center break it down. Orlovsky and them. Dude, when they do, props. Like, how long did you guys study that for? Like, two hours? Because it's like, if this team wins, they need a loss by the Steelers, a tie by the Jaguars, and a uh, field goal by the Bills. What? Sure, fine. Uh, So what I really want to talk about. I'm like, I bet bet it. I need the Buffalo Bills, and I need the Jags. Not not betting against the Titans, not at all. Yeah, if the Bills lose, they need this team to lose, a team to not tie, I, I don't know. It's very confusing. If you I, really wanted, I took a picture of it. No, no, that was oh. just the Bills scenario. Oh. If the Bills win, they win the division. If they lose, 
they need so-and-so to lose, this team to tie. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand it. I, and it's crazy that they can win the division or be out of the playoffs. That's bananas. That's just how the NFL is structured. It's crazy. Play each other a lot. It's a lot of and tiebreakers and I oh common opponents, uh, conference record. Don't understand. You it. know the one different thing between NFL and college. Tell me. Uh, is I don't know if it's college football. Maybe it is, it is college football. You know, in NFL, they don't go by conference record to win the division. That your team's in your division. It's your overall record in NFL. You well, yeah. That. In college, it's your conference record. Yeah. Effing crazy. Justin just learned that. He was trying to tell me, he goes, oh, they're somebody, they're never going to win the division. I go, dude, it's based off of total record, not their conference record. It is a little weird. Division. That you your division is not determined by the games in your division. It isn't. It, which is weird. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's weird in the NFL because like, the, if you finish in first place, Vanna. Like if you finished in first place last year, you play all the other first place teams this year. Like when you cross, you know, over conference or division, you play the first place team. Pansexual, right? Whereas if you finished in last place, you play the last place team. So you're getting an easier game mm. to play. Like if you're the if you're the Bills, you're playing the Chiefs. But if you're the Patriots, you're playing the freaking dog crap Raiders. Who's who's got the easier game? Well, I mean, if we want to talk about stuff that doesn't make sense in the NFL, Go ahead. Two, two minute warning. I but, like it, but but what, there's no warning. We all see it. It's not a. We all are aware it's two minutes left. Yeah, but they always let you. They, it gives you a rest to you know realize, hey man, it's almost over. You know why it was started? I don't commercials, you dumbass. And we're just like, oh, the two minute warning. Oh, hey guys, football, let's go it's for commercial placement. <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> We're all bought into two minute warning. It's made up. It's for damn. It's real. I literally heard that. It's made for commercials, dude. <laughs> I mean, there's no damn. We see the scoreboard. We don't need a warning. At any point in a game, usually anybody knows how much time us, the players. I mean, there's so many jumbotrons. You know, damn two minute warning. Ray, what about the one minute? But maybe warning? they didn't have scoreboards back in the day. <laughs> well, then, dude, why can we not evolve? Also, college football, NFL, what's with the one foot? And what's with the if a guy falls down in college, he can't get back up. But in the NFL, somebody just has to barely touch him, or they can get back up. Well, just, I, that's weird stuff. No, no, no. I get it because college football is more wide open. I, I like that once they touch down, they're down. NFL, you got to be touched, or you give yourself up. The it's one, fine. The one foot thing. That's a big difference. But one it, foot. What's well, a big feet. big difference because the skill of the player in the NFL is extraordinarily more talented than the guy in the in college. Yeah. The college guys, 99.9% of those guys don't make it to the NFL. They're not good enough to get two feet down. Because they can only do one foot. They can only do one foot. you got to make it uh, a little bit different or else you might as well be NFL in the in college. You can't have all the same rules. Do you play with, with the box family and your kids? Do you play two feet in or one foot? That's a great question. <laughs> when we were kids... <laughs> I think we adopted college rules. You only had to have one foot in. I think it's one, one foot, foot in. in. I need to ask Forrest, and I'm going to text Forrest and Aaron and say, hey, boys, I'm going to say, all right, let's, this is going to be a good question because I really don't know. Dude, rules, though, are important to start to instill in your kids immediately. Dude, my dad never told us that you couldn't travel, that you, had, you couldn't pick up your dribble and then dribble again until, like, fifth grade. I go to play in the game, and my dad's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys, you can't pick up your dribble. 
Dad, that would have been important, I don't know, to tell me when I was four years old. So me and my brother for 10 years always picked up our dribble and then started dribbling again. We dribble the basketball. We started dribbling the basketball in the kitchen, and my wife is always like, take it out of the kitchen. And the kids just pick it up and walk out of the kitchen. I goes, no, guys, you got to dribble it. You can't just run with the ball. You have to dribble it. So I'm trying to teach them at an early age that they always got to dribble. How is wife, uh, also my manager, how is she with balls in the house? Uh, she does. Great. She's great with mine. Well, right? yeah. <laughs> Yo, boys, when we were kids and we played football, did we adopt the college rules or NFL? Was it one foot down for a completion or did we force ourselves to get two feet in bounds? Really important question that I am thinking about. Hope all is well. And Baser, she's fine with it. Usually with Boomer, I can throw a couple of them footballs around and then she gets annoyed. So the limit's about two. It's allowed. For a handful of them. Uh, she does not like, she gets annoyed when they kick the soccer ball against the wall. See, that's a good one, though, because that stays low. Uh, it doesn't always stay low. The football is what can break some dishes up on the ceiling. That's stuff. what she does not like is us throwing the football where there's breakables, and sometimes we have like a little window into the kitchen. Ray, it's in one of the far quarters. No, no, between the living room and the kitchen, it's like a... Like a, an atrium. It's your it's your breezeway out to your patio screened in with outdoor TV. No, don't have any of that. But Next it's, to the infinity no, edge. No, literally there's like a little bar, but it's like oh, You got a bar at the crib? No, no, no. Like, it's you like, have an outdoor bar. No, uh, no, uh, idiot. Uh, Ray, there's a chimney oh too. Beautiful outdoor it's like It's like <laughs> if you were at a restaurant and the kitchen staff is putting the food up on the bar for the waiter or waitress to take it out to the tables. I see. That's the kind of hole we have between the kitchen and the living room. Which is a perfect goal. And so we throw the football or the baseball between in that, and she does not like that. Yeah. She does not like it near the dishes. She wants it out of the kitchen. She's trying to cook, but I'm trying to involve her like, hey, like the kids want to be by you, so we'll play catching the... Not why I'm cooking hot food, but besides that... She's pretty good. Dude, I love after using a paper towel, you know, the hands, you wash them off and, dude, you put it in a ball. And so it's got a little wet yep. to it. So you can make a pretty good baseball out of it. Then that's when I hammer a strike. I'm throwing it about 70 in, into the wall. And Basie goes, What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, You're right. I, Believe I, that. I, I, I pretty much don't need to practice pitching anymore. She does get mad. <laughs> she gets mad about the kids kicking the soccer ball because it can knock things off the wall. But I'm like, It's cold outside. If it's raining, most of the time we go outside and do it, but we enjoy playing it. Like we got the game where uh, you have the the Velcro uh, mitt, yeah, and you throw the ball and it sticks, and we play that in the house all the time. And according to Aaron, he said we played two feet. Yeah, yeah. so we we were strict uh, right there on <laughs> on Burroke. So so we're so you go two feet young, and then randomly in college we moved to one foot, but then we're back to NFL and the NFL at two feet. I mean, I don't know why we adopted <laughs> we that. We got kids. kids on the playground hey, playing with two feet. We are so stupid. We made it so hard on ourselves. Now I got to go back and rework my stats as a kid because I'm, I would have had so many more catches. Dude, can you imagine it? When we kicked off as kids, you had to start in the end zone. Yeah. Or if you just dude, now they start halfway up the field. Yeah, and you would you would just stand and you would have stood at the goal line. Back in the day you had to catch it in the end zone or they could recover it and it's a freaking their touchdown. It's so weird how the game has changed. Yes, yes. Uh but so yes, my wife is good with the balls in the house, pretty much for the most part. And I mean we are <laughs> we are in the process of hanging a basketball goal up in the house. Inside, no less. Yes, because my sister amazingly got us for Christmas 
a indoor basketball hoop that you hang on the back of a bedroom door. Which quarter? No, we're going to put it in the kids' bedroom, and it'll hang on the back of their door so they can shoot hoops. Yeah, we all had hoops. It was usually Nerf-type stuff. That sounds heavier duty. This one is heavy. I mean, I I thought it was going to be like a Nerf one, too, but you open it, and you got to screw the rim into the backboard. Dude, I just remembered. Baser got me one of those a year ago, and I told her, we can't do it at the apartment. It's too loud. I'm throwing that up in the man cave. Absolutely, dude. And and because you live upstairs in the apartment, the dribbling, the basketball. And that's one thing we had when we were kids is we had the Nerf one. It was a Michael Jordan tearaway rim, dude. So you could slam it and break the rim. And we had a a Nerf ball. So you always had to be moving your hand like you were dribbling. If you ever stopped, your dribble was over. But with the Nerf, we said you could actually, even into middle school when I'm playing with buddies and stuff, you could pick up your dribble just because you can't continue it. You can pick up your dribble, but you can only take two steps. So once you start to step, you're yeah. done stepping. And I forgot that I have the Jordan one at my house. And when my sister gave me that, I was like, man, I should have hung up the Jordan one for the kids a long time ago. And my wife goes, yeah, you should have. You know where you had that? And I was like, where? She goes, you had it on display in the uh, spare bedroom bathroom. Like the, 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 I put it up on the shelf. So your guests were taking a schlit? And they could see Jordan hanging there on the wall. They're draining uh, toilet paper rolls. Uh, the only problem is I didn't have a ball for it. And then I was like, you know what? My kids aren't ready for Jordan. They're not good enough to play on Jordan yet. Yeah. You got to be probably second, third grade before you start playing on Jordan. But, but is Jordan one where the door shuts or you can keep it where the door's open? Ah, uh, you can do it either way. You, you, it's flat. Like, you can do it flat against the wall. There is no, it's just you need sticky stuff to stick it to the wall. So the hoops with the door shut, hate to break down hoops today, but with the door shut, you can't do massive dunks because you run into the door. Correct. What's perfect is if you put a hoop above the door and you're able to open it, dude, then you can slam it and you just go under the door. So yes. You don't create any loud noise. That's why my house as a kid growing up was perfect because you had the living room, and then whatever you call the other room, um, I don't even know what it's called. It's called the bonus room, the big room. No, right? it was just called a room. Like I, it didn't have anything in it. The it butler's had, quarters. And so it had sliding wood doors between it. Damn. Okay, I don't even know what you call those doors, but they could open up. They, they were sli- mahogany. No, they were fake wood. Holy shit, man. No, they're fake wood. And they slide out, and they would go into the wall. Those are $10,000. No, they're definitely not $10,000. Because we were supposed to have them at our house, and we said, no, save money. Put doors instead of sliding wood. I got confirmation Batter's Box. Batter's Batter's Box is weighing in. What up, everybody? It's Batter's Box. Oh, from his home office. He said, yup, too. (laughs) But then in NFL, I mean, in college, we go to one. Yes. But so the, the, the Jordan hung in the one room so you could dunk. And fly through that doorway into the other the living room, no problem. And we also played, as a kid, foil baseball in the house. So you had the living room, the back was the uh, the windows were the back of the house, and that's where the living room is. And that was home plate. And so you would stand there, and the foil would come, and you would smack it, and you could hit it all the way through the double doors. You're talking about aluminum foil that you put yeah, over you, a dish. Yeah, you, you would just... Make a big ball that of it. That creates a hard ball, though. Exactly. Yeah. But that's when we were having slumber parties, we would play foil baseball, boom, two on two, and we'd hit it into that other room. It made a great baseball field because there was no wall in the way. But do you have to do it when the parents weren't home? No, they were upstairs asleep. Oh. Dude, my parents slept through everything. Love it. They were the hardest. Either they acted like they were asleep or they were really asleep because we would make so much damn noise playing baseball, basketball, 
it was um it was a ruckus crowd at my house. I got a basketball Nerf basketball story for you. Let me hear it. Okay, so church. We used to go to church. My parents took us to church. Amen. Five times a week. Hallelujah. We went two times. Praise the Lord. We went to Sunday school. We went to Sunday church. Then we went to Sunday night church. Thanks be to God. Then we went to Wednesday church. Oof. So we were in seventh grade. Dude, none of my friends went to church. We're the only kids who went to church. That's Jesus. Seventh grade. After sports practice, we had to then go to church. So we started, I hope moms isn't listening. I don't think she listens. Praise the Lord. So we started saying, oh, we got homework. So then we'd go in the back room and play Nerf basketball. Love it. Okay. But obviously we're bigger. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little loud and stuff. All grace to God. So so we're playing Nerf basketball. Told moms, hey, we got homework again. Oh, we've had homework for the last year every Wednesday. Sorry. Yeah. So we're in the back room, Nerf basketball. It's going hard. It's going hard. But like I said, the hoop didn't have, the door had to shut because we had to act like we were studying. Yeah. So because we shut the door, we had to put the hoop on the wall. So if you dunked it, you're running into the wall. Yeah. Well, my brother, he's about four inches taller than me, about 100 pounds heavier than me, okay? Bro goes in for a dunk. Oh, no. He goes in for a dunk, not thinking, but, I mean... But hey, you're in the heat of the game, man. Right, you got to score the hoop. Heat of the game, but he went straight on like Jordan from the free throw line, dude. Oh, no. And his foot went right through the wall, dude. And, All glory to God. And bro... It was the biggest hole I've ever seen, and we're like, "Fuck!" We're like, and when he slid it, he did he say, first of all, I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus no, Christ." No, oh. we're all trying. I mean, I think my sister's back there playing. Maybe another kid. He ended up catching on, and he would tell his mom he had to study. So we're all seventh graders. We're all back there dunking NFL basketball, playing intense games, sweating around. Why are you sweating? I you're, don't know. You're dunking NFL basketball or NBA, NBA. basketball? Thank you. Moms would be like, "What, you guys? Why does it smell like sweat in here?" I don't know. We were all studying. I mean, dude, the whole room smelled like sweat. <laughs> so, Your clothes are so, dripping wet, dude. Hey, tough math problem, mom. Hey, we got we got smart though. We said, How, "What are we gonna do with this hole? It's literally gonna ruin." I mean, hey guys, we made a huge hole in here doing homework. We'd have never been able to do homework again. So we're like, "Think fast, think fast, think fast." We get a poster and Boom. put it over this huge asshole. Dude, for years, nobody knew there was this huge asshole but right there on the wall in Sunday school. I'm, I'm talking second grade class would be in there, teachers, but people teaching class. Nobody ever knew about this hole, and I'm pretty sure before we left, we moved. When we moved to Michigan, we go, Hey, uh, we're older now. You know, we're like a year, a couple years older. Yeah, just just to be honest with you guys, we made this huge hole in the wall and took the poster off. And my friends were like, "What?" But we couldn't get in trouble as we did. Yeah, because we and older. we're moving. Everything's gonna change, dude. And they were just flabbergasted. That's awesome. <laughs> my brother one time, this hole was. Here I don't the whole know time. what he was doing. No but wonder he, it was cold. He was playing chase in our house. I don't even know how old he was. I don't remember what. But we had, like, you go up five stairs, there's a landing, and then five stairs, it's like a switchback. Like, if you're on a trail and you go back to go up, you know, it's five up, landing, and then five that way. It was a spiral staircase. And my mom is yelling, stop running in the house. You're going to put a hole in the wall. What does Batter's Box do? Ignores him, right? What up, everybody? It's Batter's Box. He is running down the five stairs trips falls i mean are we talking middle school yeah boom into the wall his whole body print is right there in the wall (laughs) as a construction man though pops can pretty much repair that pretty quickly Yeah. yeah 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 but if you ask my mom she would say pops was a construction man 
when he had to go fix other people's houses. At our house, he wasn't really quick on uh, getting that fixed. <laughs> That's just according to my mom. I would never say that. I would never say that. That would be according to mom. How did he do the exact body print? No, no. It was drywall, no, no. no less? No, no. He fell. It wasn't exact body print, but I'm saying he fell, Ray, stumbled. It was, it was wallpaper. It and was his, the 80s. It, and it was the bottom of it. Butt, back, boom. I mean, the whole thing was indented. And it was like, uh-oh. uh-oh. And there's no way to hide that. Yeah, you can't. No way to hide that. But Pops eventually fixed it. But yeah, he, my brother just laid there. And he was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And then my mom, I told you to quit screwing around. I told you this was going to happen. Did you think for a second you could repair Were you in the vicinity? I was somewhere. Did bro commission you to try and Oh, there's him? no damn way. I mean, you heard the crash. Yes, let me get a hammer and a nail. Yeah, let me run to Home Depot real quick when I'm in fifth grade. Let me get some sheetrock. Let me come back. Let me get some paint. By the time mom gets down the stairs, I don't think that was going to happen. But. When we come back, I'm going to, dude, remember how I told you we were going to the trampoline park? That seems like a month ago. I know, but it was. I think it was two days ago. No, it was when my dad was in town and we did the the family pod. That's why it seems so. And I said, hey, we got to go. It was in 2023. It was in 2023. A year ago. It was a year ago. But we went to the trampoline park and let me tell you, trouble at the trampoline park. All right, you want to fight? Give me my bowling shoes. I'll tell you right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello? Yeah, I was going to talk about the trampoline park, but we got some um, some big news coming in about the convention. Our partner, the Nashville Predators, have reached out. And, I mean, listen, dude, I don't know what they're trying to do. Hockey goal. 
now. Tugboater. Uh, and, uh... And that sounded pretty much the same. What about lawyers? You know what we really need? Is we need people... We need to start a thread on the Facebook page, Sore Losers Podcast, and we need to see what kind of professions are coming to the convention. You're already stealing my one idea. Oh. You know how you're wor- working for topics? You know, when we're socializing with people, sometimes you don't have any commonality. I was going to say... I was going to bring a notepad and be like, what is your profession and what sound would be good for? But I thought we could. Who's going to have a running list? That's really funny. (laughs) I mean, if I loaded them all and we played it, we've sold. No, no. We need to have better content. I was thinking we could have some of those loaded up for the live podcast. (laughs) We can't even get headphones at work. It was just something I thought of. I was like, if we put this up on the Sore Losers podcast page. On Facebook, would people go and comment, hey, I'm coming, this is the job I do. Here's the problem. We're going to do that, and everybody's going to put a fake job because they're going to try to one-up the other person. They're going to try to look more intelligent mm. than they really are. Oh, people hide their job. They're yeah, like, I know. I, listen, Colby White, I know you're a truck driver, so I want to see you post, I'm a truck driver. I, I mean, we've all had jobs we've been embarrassed of. I'd say a majority of mine I'm embarrassed of. But when you get older, then you actually are proud of it. Like, the fact that I worked at a gas station in the moment, dude, it was so embarrassing. Now, I think it's badass. I freaking worked at a gas station. That's pretty cool. That, and I love telling it. And Laura's like, stop telling that story. I always <laughs> wondered, like, it, it is fascinating how people end up working places because I always wonder, like, what made them walk into that Exxon and say, this is the gas station I'm going to work at? Like, I never thought... I never thought in my mind that at my age I could work at a gas station. I just didn't even think that was a option. I never thought, huh, if I'm going to apply somewhere, the places I thought were like a grocery store or a restaurant. I never thought like gas station. But uh, God's honest truth, I was in San Marcos. I needed a job, so 12 consecutive months of a job so that I can claim in-state residency. Yeah. Gas station was on the corner. I didn't have a vehicle. I could walk to it, and there was a sign that said, we're hiring. I walk in thinking it's going to be that gas station. But first of all, I walked in in a full suit. Dude, I had a tie. Dude, I had... Uh, you, you remember that suit when you yes. pumped me a big brother? Yeah. Dude, I wore that suit into the gas station. And the lady goes... We talked a little bit, and she goes, I mean, are you, are you... Is this a joke? Are you really applying for this job? And I go, yeah. And she goes, you're hired today. <laughs> Just how I looked. She goes, why... I, I said, I don't know. I didn't know what I was supposed to dress like for the interview. I, I said, I just have to have this job. And she goes, perfect. What I didn't know is uh, it wasn't that gas station. It was. It could be anyone in San Marcos. The one I got hired at was two miles away, so I had to walk two miles every time I went to work. Oh, damn, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But guess what? Hell, th- those were some fun hungover walks at 6 a.m. when your shift starts at 7 a.m. and you're hungover as balls from a Texas State party and you got to walk an hour. Dude, and there's no sidewalks in San Marcos. No, there's not. I'm walking in the street. I'm walking in grass. That's how, hey, that's how you get your chops, bub. Yeah, wow. Ray, get your sea legs. So maybe we shouldn't that. post about. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if people. Want, I just thought it'd be fun. So that way, when we're going into the convention, I can kind of be like, okay, this guy is this. This guy's that. She's this. She's that. She does this for a living. But you're thinking there's gonna be a lot of she's there, huh? Oh yeah, there's gonna be she's. There's gonna be he's. Do you want some confirmations of people that are coming? Yeah, I do. Justin is confirmed. Wow. Okay. Baser is confirmed. Uh, that wasn't ever up in doubt. Muffy is confirmed. Wow. Carmen. Don't know about her. Wow. Uh, Aaron Bertoki, her best friend from up north. Confirmed. 
Erin Bertoki's bringing her husband. What? Husband's even cooler than her. I believe the name of their company is like Camel Toe Towing or something. It's like Big Booty Towing or something. Does he actually drive the tow truck? They both work for it or something. No, no, I understand they work for it, but once you get to a certain level, you can own a company, oh. but you don't have to go out and do the tow trucking. They own it. So someone does the tow trucking no, for No, they them. do it because they're just hands-on. I believe they have multiple. I'm pretty sure at one point they had something to do with the grocery store. They own multiple but businesses. But has Aaron Bertoki been to a convention before? That was Carmen that came before. That was Carmen. Aaron's been to town. She's been to event. Has Aaron been on this podcast? Aaron's not been on the podcast. She went because she, she came with Muffy, came with Carmen, and I thought she came with another chick. It was Carmen. Aaron has been to something. It was she in Vegas. No, I or don't. Did I they think just Carmen come? came to Vegas? It doesn't matter. Okay, Ray, we got on a terrible. Tangent. Any any other confirmations? Uh, Ashley Ruiz confirmed. Wow, wow, BJ and Daniel. David, dude, what am I doing? I don't know what cities my friends I, are. I don't I can't know. Even think of their names. BJ and David are not confirmed. Oh. They're out of town. Dude's got a penthouse next to Encore. That's bad news. And I also have an announcement I need to make. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Me and Bazer had a family meeting, and we have decided we got a hotel for the weekend. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, my God. Dude, we had to. Let me tell you the funniest text we got was from your wife. It was it, We're in a group chat, me, Ray, Bazer, and my wife. And she said, hey, are you guys planning on getting a hotel downtown for the weekend? And my wife looked at me and goes, let me reply to this. And she goes, we have three kids. We can't just leave them all weekend at home by themselves. So, no, we won't be getting a hotel. Dude. So, this is confirmed. Big announcement for me. I will not be getting a hotel downtown. Buddy. The soundboard being on the left screws me, dude. Time Where did off. you get the hotel at? You don't have to say. No, no. It's Sobro, that building, condo. Oh. Nobody can get in. It's all locked. Okay. I'm not worried about it. Wait, wait. Why don't you just stay at BJ's? If he's going to be out of town, why wouldn't you just stay at his crib? They're way straight there. Bro, I can't even almost get in the door when he's with us. They're so... In- Encore is anal. But if he gives you the key... Can we still say that nowadays? Oh. Yeah, someone can be anal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have stayed at the Grand Hyatt. Could have a little bit farther away. Where we're at, we're a block off of it. I think there's also some some of the peeps are staying there. But, dude, if I got an hour break, I'm rocking a nap. It, it just wouldn't make sense. There's some weird dude. times where we have 45 minutes of downtime. <laughs> I'm a block away, bro. I'm be on the couch out like a light. <laughs> bro, I didn't even think about that because we do have like an hour break sometimes, and yeah. what am I going to do? That's why we did it. I'm stuck. Dude, we didn't do it to party all night. We did it because my sister's there. We kind of need like a home base. Yeah. Dude, it's like a flop pad. So my sister's going to be rolling in there. Ruiz, probably Justin. Next thing you know, they end up together. Berto- Again. Yeah. Because I mean, Ruiz and Justin have history of hooking up. They used to kind of date a little bit, then it went south. But maybe this is the moment that it rekindles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they haven't seen each other in a year. Oh, yeah, exactly. Time heals all wounds is what they say. Right. They're going to be reunited at the convention. Yeah, I have some bad news. Hey, coaches. Uh, this is Marco from the Bronx. Hope your Christmas was lit. Got some bad news. Just got a letter from that sperm bank I applied to, and they're saying I ain't their cup of tea. You know? Back to square one for some cash. But check this out. Got a cousin out in Philly. He's tight with this dude 
who's all about predicting NCAA basketball games using some wild computer magic. If you's down to score some cash, let me know. Catch you later, Marco. Don't know about that. I, I, I'm just telling you, if you need some cash. But do you want to do the announcement? You want to say it? You have the details. No, you, no, no. No, Listen. your wife is our manager, and she speaks your language. I don't know if I'm going to say it all right. No, you can say it right. Listen, guys. We pre- got five texts, and I don't know what any of them mean. Okay, this is it. The Preds, <laughs> like our partner. Oh, the- our partner, Ray. <laughs> the Nashville Predators reached out, and they said, Listen, guys, we are so pumped you guys are coming. Hello, We're- this is Lunchbox. No, no. They're throwing us an exclusive happy hour before the game at the Preds game. Buddy. Buddy? Yes. Who's Buddy? That's a Dude, the kids now say Buddy and Bro. Oh. No, Buddy and Bruh. I don't know how it's like, who the, that's is a, Buddy? No, that's a sentence. Oh, Buddy so Glass will be there. If you say something cool and I just go, Bruh. Yes. So what they are doing at 6 o'clock, Buddy. they are opening up a private lounge at Bridgestone Arena for us. They're buying everybody's first drink that comes to the game, and Nash, the mascot, is coming by for picture opportunity. Hey, little guy, do you bite? Ow! He's all a saber tooth. He's a predator. He's a predator. Dude. Hide your wives. I mean, out of nowhere, they said, hey, all these people that are buying tickets, let us buy them a drink while they're at the game. We're going to have a happy hour for you guys. Come on by. How? I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, We've done that before, and... Dude, you're right there. I mean, you're. I mean, it's like I. I don't even know if players get. If it's in the same lounge that I've been in before, area. I don't know. It seems dude, awesome. It's uh. It's like chandelier. Really? We may be talking about. But if if you're on that level, because you know the the rink is the lowest level. Yes. There's a bunch of different spots, dude. A fan in that just doesn't get to go into this. No, no, no. The fact that they're going to have a private happy hour for us? Right, but I'm saying Billy Bob, Broadway Bob. He ain't getting in there. That, that's what I'm telling you. But if Broadway Bob says he's a sore losers fan. Yeah, and oh, so yeah, yeah. we are selling Predators tickets. If you want to go to the Predators game with us, tickets, the sales end Sunday at midnight, 11.59 Central Time, p.m. on Sunday. That's the last chance you can buy a Preds ticket to go to the game with us on next Saturday. Here's the thing. We roll in deep. 40, 50 deep. Yeah. The pre- homie is go- cool with that? He said... He, he said, you and me? He and said, our wives? He said, and everybody that you are... Everybody going to the convention that bought a Predator's ticket can come to the happy hour and they'll buy their first drink. He's inviting the whole nation? He is inviting the oh, whole God. nation uh, 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 to a uh, private happy hour buddy. before the game. Yeah. Like I don't think he realizes that we're bringing 50 people. And yeah, they've been drinking all day. And he said, hey, come on, buddy. He said, this is the Predator. Welcome to Smashville. Yeah, they're smashed, all right. I mean, hell, I'll take a free drink from the Preds. I mean, I don't know if that means we get to warm up ice time. I don't think we do. But, hey, free drink, free drink. I I think that's a good add-on. Yeah, so uh, if you want a ticket, SoreLosers.com. Now we're going to take a break, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to tell you about trouble at the trampoline park, man. Thank you. I've been waiting. Dude, it got heated. That's all I can say. We'll be right back. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. So we did the, you know, my dad's in town. We did the podcast, and we said, hey, we got to get out of here because my sister's texting us, hey, we're ready to go to the trampoline park. We're ready to go to the trampoline park. Hang what time? On. ETA. We're ready to go to the trampoline park. Like, off. All right. All right. We're, we're coming. Relax. So dad and I. We, it was when we were all here recording. Yes. She was blowing us up because we'd been telling the kids. We had told them we were going to go the night before and then it got too late so we couldn't go. So then we were like, we're going to go in the morning. So the first thing they wake up in the morning, they're ready to go to the trampoline park. Natural. They're chomping at the bit. Mm-hmm. Little did they know that we had to come to a podcast, so it's going to be a little bit later than right when we woke up. Hey, you trolls, save it. So you call them names, or you call them the real names. I, I call them little rascals, dirty rats, little shit. I don't say that to their <laughs> face, but I say that behind their back. <laughs> and so I'm like, we're going to the trampoline park, and I'm thinking, listen, it's the middle of the week. It's going to be dead. There's going to be no one there. We're going to have the run of the roost. Right. I couldn't have been more damn wrong. Cock of the life. walk, Ray. Ray, we roll up in that freaking big ass van. <laughs> we we move the car seats from my wife's car to the big van so we could all ride together. We take up two parking spots. We got to park way across the parking lot because it is jam packed. Holidays. Holidays. Everybody. I thought everybody would be at work so they'd have babysitters. They'd be stuck at home. They'd be in daycares. No. Everybody. Their mom, aunt, uncle, grandparents. Everybody was at the trampoline park that day. Hey, kid, I'm here. No, Keith was not there. I did try to call him before the Texas game. No answer. He never called me back. Hey, kid, I couldn't pay my phone bill. Sorry. No, the phone bill still works. It rang, and he said, Tim, the kid, Lensicum. What? But he didn't ever call me back. Anyway, 
I so, need. I'm hard pressed for money. College bowl season hurt me, kid. So we get to the trampoline park, and you got to fill out the waivers because my sister's kids have never been there. So we sit there for 15 minutes. She's filling out the waivers. Tried to tell her to do it online before we got there, but she wasn't listening. So fill out the waivers, then you got to get in line to pay for the freaking thing. Thanks for the packet. I remember my first mortgage. Yep. So we sit there, and it's like 15 minutes in line. So it's already 30 minutes we're in. We're already there for 30 minutes, and we haven't jumped an ounce. We haven't done anything. And we finally get up there, and Grandpa is nice enough to pay for everyone to bounce. Damn! Yeah. He was like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. He paid for all the kids to jump. Didn't pay for the parents, because... We weren't going to jump. We were just there to supervise. He's probably regretting that uh, now. Yeah. When he saw how much it was, he was like, uh, uh, maybe I'm not going to pay for all of them. I don't like my grandkids that much. So we pay. And first thing they want to do is they want to go down the slide. There's a slide, and they don't even want to jump. They want to go straight to the slide. So they all go to the slide, and they do the slide about 15 times. And even though it's a slide, it all has something to do with a tramp. No, this is just you go down the slide and it gets out and you go back up and go down the slide. But is it bouncy at the bottom? No. Okay. It's literally the floor. So your kids pick the thing that isn't the trampoline park. Correct. Okay. The one thing that has no trampoline, no nothing. But there uh, isn't there like a building block thing you can jump into? It's not just, uh, there's yeah. all different there's things. All, there's, there's jumping. Right, you can have sex. Um, <laughs> probably not. Around. Probably not. Uh, they have like, okay, so they have the jumping part. They have the slide. And building they have, blocks. They well, they have an obstacle like it's like a climb up, and it's like through different tunnels and pathways and secret passages. They have that. I would almost be down as an adult. Yes. Can you go without kids? Yes, you can. Continue. There is the dodgeball portion where you can. It's on trampolines, but you play dodgeball. Mm-hmm. There's like a ninja warrior course, like where you're doing different apparatuses, you know, trying to get. And there's it's a ball pit underneath it, so if you fall in, you fall in a ball pit. Wow, I died. Then they have the joust, like on American Gladiators. Here, die. Where you go out on the balance beam and you got that big old foam, like, blocker, knocker thing. I killed my wife. The the foam whacker, and you go out and whack each other, and someone falls into the foam pit. Sounds aggressive. Somebody can get hit. Yes. Well, it is kind of aggressive, but it's kind of fun. So we do the slide for a long time. Then we start jumping, bouncing, 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 bounces. And then they want to go in the little obstacle hidden course, so we do that for a while. Then we're over on the uh, we're on the uh, American Ninja Warrior course, and there's a there's a, a like a big punching bag, but it has a net around it, and it's like a zip line. You hold on, and it zooms you down. Costa Rica, right? And this is where I get into it with nine year old freaking Patty. She thinks she runs the roost. She thinks she doesn't have to wait in line. Cock of the walk. She's probably the oldest kid doing it because you got my niece who's seven. My two nephews who are five, my son who's five, and my son who's three. Roll call. All wanting to do this thing. So this nine-year-old girl does it, and she's like, can you push me? So I push her. Another person's kid? Well, you're just pushing the bag. They need a little momentum swing to go. So I push her, and she rides it and rides it all the way back. She I was goes, trying to be offended like America. And she goes, oh, can you do that again? I was like, oh, no, you got to you know, you know, gotta take your turn. You did it. You got to get off. Can you tuck me in at night? And Will she you goes, be my dad? She goes, but I didn't fall off. I said, yeah, I know. Okay, one more time. Push her. She comes all the way back. What are your kids playing with? They're waiting in line. Uh. And she's like, all right, again. Dude, you're her dad. I said, no, 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 it's his turn. It's my nephew. He's next. I'm like, it's his turn. She goes, fine. She gets off. He gets on. 
and she thinks she's in the front of the line. She stands next. And I'm like, no, no, you got to go to the back of the line. She goes, no, no, I was here. I said, no, you just got off. So you, all these all these kids are waiting to get in line. They're, they're all waiting in line to ride the ride. I mean, it's not even a ride, but that's what I said. And she goes, no, I, I, I'm here. I'm here. So I push my nephew. He does. I am him. I do it. And she tries to climb back. Like He gets off. And she tries to climb back on. And I block her. Yeah, she thinks she's her. I block her. And I tell my other nephew, come on, it's your turn. And she goes, but I was here. You, That's not fair. I said, no, we have to learn how to wait in line. And you're not waiting in line. And so finally she goes to the back of the line. And everybody goes and she goes again. This time, though, she won't get off the dang thing. See, you got to talk their language. You got to say, like, what the fuck, bruh? Oh, you don't say that to a kid. You say, like, what the, bruh? Like, you are not her. That's what they understand. That's how she would have understood it? Yes. Anyway. So then she does it like three times. That goes down and back, down and back, down and back. And she finally gets off. And I was like, okay, now you got to go to the back of the line. She goes, nope, I'm the oldest, so I don't really have to wait in line. So I'm in a standoff with a nine-year-old girl. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking for parents at this point. Well, parents, you know what parents are doing? Drinking. Scrolling their phone, man. <laughs> They're sitting over at the picnic tables. They don't even know. I mean, the kids can run around and you don't have to watch them. That's why they love this place. I was parented by an android. So these kids, this girl, her parents are nowhere to be found. So I can't really negotiate with the parents. And I, and so finally I told her, I said, look, I'm not going to let you back on this thing until you get to the back of the line. I said, these kids are going to go and you're going to go to the back of the line. That's how it's going to be. The rules are we're waiting in line. You're not cutting. And she was like, that is so rude. Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever. So we do it a couple more times. Then my kids, the, the kids want to joust. They want to go out on the platform and whack each other with the whacker. So my two nephews do it against each other. One wins. So then my son wants to, you know, do it against his cousin, my five-year-old. So he goes out and whack. He knocks the one down because my my nephews they would get out there and then just throw the joust down and then slap each other and oh, knock each other shit. off the. What an undercard. It was a great. When's the main event? Main event is All right. All right, I'm going to hit your mom off, you guys. Well, <laughs> there was one. Uh, Bring kid- up dad. Eh? You hit your gra- the grandpa. Oh, there's one kid. Who would have won with you in Toolbox? Uh, He's tough, but your balance is better. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be able to stand up on that thing. Oh. I would go low, and he would probably... <laughs> But he he's got more power for You'd sure. Take his legs out. I would take his. I'd take him out of the legs. <laughs> but there was this one kid. He may have been fifteen, and all the kids that are trying to do it at this time are like five, six, seven year olds. Future predator. This dude is fifteen years old, probably two twenty. Pull. He is just massive. Hey, hold on a second. Titans called. <laughs> And everybody on the other side just keeps going, oh, here, you go. You go. No one wants to go with them. And I'm like, hey, and my my dad's like, hey, man, do you mind if I go against my my grandson? Oh, no, no, go ahead, man, go ahead. The poor 15-year-old has no one to go against because these little kids don't want to go against a freaking 15-year-old that's 220 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, he was big, Shaq's huge kid. kid. And I was like, hey, dude, like, you might want to read the room. Maybe come back with your friends. Maybe you're here with no friends. But maybe come back when you see kids a little bit older to do the little uh, jousting, you know? Who's your dad, Shaq? <laughs> no, his dad probably would have been more like uh, Kelsey. 
So big dude, big dude, big dude. So fine. He he is nice enough. So then my dad goes. You know my niece goes. Then my son goes again against uh, his little brother, his three-year-old brother, and he knocks him off, right? So then this, like, 11-year-old kid doesn't have the jouster. My, my, my son is still out there with his little whacker. He walks halfway, doesn't have the jouster. He stops, goes up, grabs my son by the neck, and just flings him off. The joust, the, that, the the balance beam. I wasn't even on the undercard. And I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you? What, what are you doing? We don't do that." And he kind of gets like, starts to almost cry. Then my dad, <laughs> hey, what the hell was that? Been what do you think? He goes, "What the hell you think you're doing?" Been the cook. And I said, "Dad, you can't fight the eleven year old." You should have just said, "Bruh." And then, the, hey, the kid. Right there in the middle, just sits down on the balance beam and starts crying, buddy. And I'm like, "Hey, man, we, 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 you can't. You're much older than him. You can't. You can't just throw people off that. That's not." And my son is crying. Wah, wah. I mean, this is parenting in overdrive, dude. Dude, <laughs> but I had never seen the like, and the dude knew he was going to do something wrong because he stopped halfway to look. Like, should I do this? And then he kept going, and he grabbed, I mean, two hands by the neck, just flings him off. Yeah, at Trampoline Park, note to self, watch your six. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, okay, you want to joust somebody? Where's your daddy? And so then he just jumps. You are, mister. He jumps off, and he's just sitting there in the foam pit crying, crying. And we're like, hey, man, you got to move because there's going to people that are going to fall. He gets out of the foam pit, and he just goes running to his parents. Yep. And I was like, and don't you come back. But my dad was about to jump. I mean, what the hell was that? Uh, and I'm like, dad, 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 dad. A little aggressive, but I already yelled at him. And I'm going to tell you, the rest of the day went great. It was fun. It was smooth. But I'm going to tell you the worst thing in the world is falling in the foam pit. Hell of a segue. Rage is like falling no. in love. Right? That foam pit, it looks like it's fun to jump in and to fall off the beam. It, like eats you it is impossible to get out of like you start stepping and you just get sucked in to the foam pit get and you can't get, get out like it was why do like, you think couples go and kiss because you can like hide it bro my shirt was coming off like i couldn't get out of the foam pit <laughs> what the nudity my underwear i think Ding. i think grown-ups are too heavy for it <laughs> and you just sink in and you can't get out and it's like if you're claustrophobic or I could see you having a panic attack trying to get out of that thing. If oh. any parents or any adults out what there, what a glowing endorsement! I am telling you, if you've been in the foam pit, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is the worst thing I've ever experienced. So did you pay? No, my dad paid. What about for you though? You, no, he didn't pay for me. He but did pay you for the pay? Kids. No, you got to go do all that and not pay. But I didn't really jump. All I did was the jousting. That was it. And then everything else, I was just supervising my kid. Yeah. And you know, almost fighting an 11 year old and a nine year old girl. That. Was our trip to the trampoline park, dude. dude. Noted on the foam pit, though. Yeah, if you ever go, try it. Like, you try to get out, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Dude, now I'm thinking, Sore Losers Nation, why did we not go to the bouncy ball? Oh, why didn't we go to the trampoline park? It had been broken legs. Broken legs. Uh, lawsuits. Lawsuits. Yeah, that would have been a bad move, because you would have had a bunch of drunk. With kids? Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> hey, guys, we roll up with 50 deep, you know, oh, 60 shit. deep. Cap oh, shit. Cappy's talking to an eight-year-old. Oh, Cappy. Cappy, <laughs> Cappy just rolled off into the foam pit. Cappy rolled off into the foam pit. Oh. 
Uh, uh, can I make one clarification? Uh, Aaron Bertoki from the UP, she was in Vegas. Thank you. She was in Vegas at Resorts World. Okay. Thank you. But they stayed at like Conrad and I was at the other one. So I like kind of saw them and I was also working. Yeah. Uh, and their company is called, ready for it? Heavy Hooker Towing. <laughs> That's funny. Play on words, right? I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, but yes, that was the trampoline park. There was a couple meltdowns as we were leaving. The kids were sad to leave. My three-year-old was a little upset, but it, it was it was overall great experience. Yeah, I mean, great experience. Sounds like Russell Westbrook. <laughs> ah, we're gonna take one last break. We're gonna come back, and uh, we're gonna talk about the end of the NFL season, man. It's sounds coming, like it's coming to an end. Sounds like LeBron, Ray, when he doesn't get a foul. Hey, Lakers, man, they're in trouble. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Ray, I don't know if I'm going to miss it, man. Well, I'm going to miss it, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, don't forget to set your fantasy line. Don't forget to set your clocks back, guys. Oh, no, fantasy's over, man. And let me tell you, <laughs> I don't know if it's just me. How personal do you take it when you lose in fantasy? Like, does it ruin your day? Are you in a bad mood? Like, what's the feeling? Since we invested $100 and I was also doing it with Boomer, I had skin in the game, dude, and I, I've become attached to my players. Even though I do rotate them out, I'll swap the guys. I like I like bringing in the new and the old and getting them out, getting them in. But, I mean, now those guys are no longer my team. We were a team for 14 weeks. I stopped looking the last three weeks because I was 5-9. and nine. But, dude, we, we were a team, and now I have no attachment to those guys anymore. Yeah, I, 
So in the sore losers playoffs, I made the playoffs. I made the semifinals. I lost. It was my lowest, I think, output of the season. It sucked. It, it hurt. It hurt emotionally, physically, mentally. I was pissed. Honey, can I take a walk around the neighborhood? So then I go to the third place game, third and fourth place game, and we both outscored the championship game. Uh, congrats to TD Muscle White, the grand champion. Wait, nope. were they in my division? No, they were not. Oh. They won. Uh, they are the champion. They will pay be paid handsomely, and I will get that money out. I got to send out the newsletter to the entire league, but <laughs> so they. I've but, been gaining interest. I gotta get it transferred. TD Muscle White, congratulations! Um, <laughs> breaks my heart. It, it ripped my heart out. But here's the here's what uh, happened. Hey, amazing! The interest you can gain in four months on eight thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing? You can almost take out a bond. You can get five hundred from the government. I know. I should do that. I, I should be smarter and do that, but I don't. Here's here's the frustrating part, Ray. So I'm in the third and fourth place game, and then I'm also in the championship in my other league, right? And I I forgot the point of my story. No, no. no. Here is my team. No, no, we're not going down naming your team. I just let me tell you. Jalen Hurts is my quarterback. Good. Great. Jalen Waddle, my wide receiver. Bruh. No, not bruh. Hurt, Hurt. Not playing that week. Cool. Waddle, waddle, waddle. I'll st- I'll put in Jackson Smith and Jigba instead. He'll play for me. Great. Cool. Jackson Smith and Jigba had one target <laughs> the entire game, Ray. There was maybe one game he got a couple touchdowns. Dude, he didn't do shit all year. Because there wasn't well, there wasn't anything I could have I had could have taken a risk and gotten Brandon Cooks. He actually had a good game, but he hadn't had a good game in three weeks. So I was like, what do I do? I was like, I'm gonna stick with Smith and Jigba. He had one catch, Ray, 20 yards, touchdown. Oh thank you. Yeah, let's well. go. <laughs> Ray, my running back, Derek Henry. Derek Henry. I don't even know. I didn't watch that game. We're in the playoffs. The Titans were getting blown out, blowed out like 27 to nothing. They so, got killed. So do you think they're using Derrick Henry much, Ray? No. No, they're not using Derrick Henry at all. He ended up being a – he got good yards, bad draft pick kind of. Derrick Henry just sat the bench, didn't play, didn't do anything. So I got barely any points from Derrick Henry. Okay, Ray? That's, That's okay. La- That's the last we'll see of him. Dude, then it's okay. Ah, uh, next up, next up, I got Alvin Kamara. Hell yeah, let's go! Alvin Kamara gets hurt in the game at, in the first quarter. Yeah, and he usually gets about nine carries. He's more of a catch guy. That's fine. I, I don't care catches. any points. I'll take any points. He got like three points because he got hurt in the first quarter. Cool. Did he get hurt in the first quarter? I mean, come on. No, he did. You guys are selling. No, no. Oh. They're, 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 the Saints, oh, they're doing for the playoffs. Yeah, the Saints are trying to win oh, the division, shit. man. My bad. I was, I was going conspiracy there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Next up, I got Christian McCaffrey, baby. Let's go. That's got to be. How did you have those three running backs? It's an auction league. You can bid as much as you want. <laughs> Boy, those, are, those guys are all epic. You can bid as much yeah. as you want. You what know league what were you in? <laughs> and I got Christian McCaffrey, baby. And he gets hurt in the first half, doesn't play the second half. Okay. Well, then you know the writing's on the wall. That's what I thought. Oh. But that's what I thought. But with in Jigba, he played the afternoon game, and he got one catch and a touchdown. So I'm down like eight points. And I got Monday night football. 
Or was it Sunday night? I don't even know what damn yeah, night it was. the holidays, dude. I don't even know the year. Exactly. I didn't know what night what it was what. I have Justin Jefferson, baby. Justin freaking Jefferson. Jefferson. I want to say touchdown. All I need is seven and a half points from Justin Jefferson. I think he had a huge game. This league, it's 20 yards to get a point. 20 yards to get a point. We'll adopt that next year. But you right? get half a point for a catch. He's going to get a touchdown. And I tune into the game, and who the F is playing quarterback for the Vikings? Oh, Mullins. No, not Mullins who can throw the rock. Oh, they got beat by the Packers. No, no, they didn't get beat. They got beat down by the Packers. And they started some guy by the name of Jaron Hall, who doesn't know how to throw the ball, doesn't know how to read a defense, and their game plan was run, 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 run to the left, run to the right, run up the middle. And Kirk Cousins started the game off awkward. He was shirtless with his kid ringing the bell. Justin Jefferson at halftime had zero catches, Ray. A target to at least warm your Zero catches. And I'm sitting here going, are you effing kidding me? At least give me a target for half a chub. So finally at halftime, O'Connell, the coach, goes, you know what? Learning experience for Jaron Hall. Wait, but- did the coach really say that, Clarissa Thompson? He said, <laughs> got his ass. Got he said, but in the second half, we're going to go back to Nick Mullins. He's going to be the quarterback the second half. And Jefferson ended up with like 30 yards, four catches. I lost by three. Me and Boomer were playing shuffleboard during that but game. But oh, insult injury, right? In that league, that is my seventh Second place finish in the last nine years. Is it money or pride or money? Uh, money, Ray. Seventh, second place finish in the last nine years. I went six years in a row getting second place. I won the championship. Last year I got third. This year I get second again. Wow. The four seed getting into the playoffs beat the one seed, then beat me in the championship, the two seed. But you t- know what people don't like to hear about no, they, your sex life, your fantasy team, and your politics. No, people said more sex on the podcast. No, but then it gets worse, Ray. <laughs> Ray, it gets I wet. couldn't get it up. Ray, I'm playing Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed in the third and fourth place game in the Sore Losers League, right? Nice name creation. You should, Where'd you go to? Name generator? Well, he had the picture of a horse, Mr. Ed. Oh. and I don't get the joke. I don't either. But somebody said Ray's manager in the fantasy league. I don't even I don't get it. How's that I, fun? I, 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 but anyway, <laughs> it, it, it's okay. Last plays. Ray, he had Tyson Chandler, Ty Chandler, whatever the hell his name is, and he needed five and a half points from Ty Chandler. Well, guess what? They couldn't move the ball. They weren't getting any points. Ray, people like to hear their name called. The last thirty seconds of the game, they're doing a little two minute offense. Ty Chandler's not even in the game. Madison subs out. Oh, did you say two-minute offense? Yeah. Yeah, that's for commercials. That's bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> so, they, oh, he needs a sub because he's tired because they're doing the two-minute offense. Ty Chandler comes in. They dump it off to him for eight yards. I lose by .08. Oh, that one will stick with you all offseason. Oh, oh yeah. God. You threw something in the house. Yep. I sat there on the couch. So Not only did I lose the other championship – I lost that by .08, so I went from third to fourth by .08, and I went to bed so pissed off. Ray, I ended up not uh, neglecting my kids. No, my kids were already in bed, and I was like, and maybe I shouldn't take it so serious 
Because fantasy is so much luck. There's so much luck. It's the whole climb. It's the whole climb, and you're so close. And then at least, okay, I'm going to win third. And they do this little dump-off pass with 30 seconds to go. He gets eight yards, and I lose by .08. Justin Jefferson didn't do shit when he'd been dominating all year. And I mean, I was just pissed. And then my, I go up and get up in bed, and my wife's like, oh, did you win? I'm like, no, I freaking lost, and I'm pissed. And she goes, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I take it too serious. But do other people I, – I just want to know if other people take the fantasy losses as serious – like maybe I'm too into it. Yes. But, God. But I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Fantasy. What was I going to say? Fantasy, players, mad, angry. The culmination. Yeah, it's it comes down to it at the very end where it's all that buildup. And it, it does suck. You, so you got to release it with aggression. You, you know, you're not going to do that. It, you go for a run. Dude, but, it, South but, it's, Beach, but it's already, but it's 11 o'clock at night. Out. South Beach, dude, in college, when he lost a bet, he went and ran. It didn't matter if it was, the game ended at 1130, he went for a run. You know, if you saw South Beach in the apartment complex running, oh, Cowboys must have lost. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and then he would punish himself the next day. We didn't have class till nine. He was up at five a.m. going to the gym to do the treadmill because he lost. <laughs> Dude, so then he would work out. He would like kind of, and then that ended up me punching my leg later in life when I would lose bets. But he would run and work out, and then uh, I think it, it would also affect his food, so he could only eat oatmeal for like a whole month because he'd say either I get to eat good. Or all I have is oatmeal for the month. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty funny. And and then the guy that beat me to get first place in the other league, it was New Year's Eve. So he texted and he was like, "Oh my God, I'm down on Sixth Street. If you want to come, I'll buy you drinks." I'm like, "Not there." Really funny, man. Really funny. I live in Nashville. And the next day he was like, he texted the groom. He was like, "Well, I spent about twenty percent of my winnings on drinks last night." And I'm like. Great. Thanks for rubbing it in, man. <laughs> what did you do? Take a, you dude, you should have sent him a D pick. <laughs> that's how you get him. No, I'm not sure that's how you get him. <laughs> not sure how you get him. But all right, guys. Hey, enjoy week 18 of the yes. NFL season. Hey, it's over, man. The regular yeah. season's over. The Bears season's over. Uh, Vikings season's pretty much over. Titans. Ooh, Are Bears going to win? I don't know. I don't think they're going to win, but they're not going to get into the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. Oh. Uh, I know the Eagles, I saw someone tweet, I know my Eagles are sold. They've sold. Yeah. Because A.J. Brown, to build up team camaraderie. Yeah, that's it. They had an outing to the escape room. (laughs) (laughs) Did they really? That's what it said. Dude, I did that with the family. It's kind of hard. Is it kind of fun, though? I want to do. I've never done it. it's really fun, and everyone's different. We did it in Michigan, I believe, so whatever the one. There's one here. Oh, maybe we should have done that at the convention. (laughs) We never got out. Dude, we they, ought to just passed out drunk. I'm pretty sure they just say they'll come get you in an hour. You're not going to be a locked in there, but dude, oh, they can give you hints. Oh. So you're all, you know, I got my dad there. I got my mom. They're all college educated. Me and Bazer were trying to, you know, we're college educated. Dude, there were a couple. The lady had to come give us a hint. That's what it was. She comes and she'll tell you something. If you're just totally stuck, they watch you in the room. Oh, that's interesting. And they watch you on the camera? Yeah. And then she'll come and hit you with something and then that makes it easier. I mean, dude, we'd probably actually still be in that escape room. Yeah, this according to Sports Radio W or ninety four WIP. Here's a quote: We had a whole team escape room thing to build camaraderie. That was AJ. AJ Brown. Uh, this talk about him not being a leader. You guys don't know him like we do. He's a great great leader. He organized the outing to the escape room. That's Jordan Maliata. 
And this guy reposted it and said, my favorite football team is doing escape rooms two weeks before the playoffs. We are cooked. (laughs) (laughs) And it came out with Packers do Jordan Love every Monday night. They'd hold a dinner and they would watch film together for the camaraderie. Yeah, and someone said, does he cook? He goes, heck yeah, he cooks, man. He's amazing. And they go, he does really? He goes, no, he doesn't cook. (laughs) And here's the escape room for you. Dell. What does Dell rhyme with? Bell. All right, find a bell, and then you go find the bell, and then there's something in there, and it gives you another clue, and then it all leads to each other. But the question is, how did I know Dell was supposed to rhyme with bell, and how did I know that? You don't! That's what escape rooms are, and you don't damn know, and the person comes, oh, Dell, what does it rhyme with? Bell. How the F was I supposed to know that, dude? Like, there was nothing telling me to know that. No no, no one was telling you to look for that? No, a rhyme. So it's it's like sometimes, it's, I, in my opinion, I'm not Harvard or MIT, but there's some connections that aren't there, and then the person gives you a hint, and they're just, they act like you're just supposed to have known that connection. I'm like, so I just rhyme words? My bad. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, That's what it was. All right, guys, have a good weekend. Oh, it leads to fights, too. Oh, really? Dude, it's actually, like, me and Baser got in an argument. Oof. Baser would go against my mom, because my mom's like, maybe it rhymes with wool. And we're like, Mom, it's not going to be a spool of thread. It's 2022 20, at the time. And we'd be like, Mom, it's like nowadays terms. It's like Android, Apple, iPhone, stuff like that. Oh, so then you got to decide if you're going to take your mom's side or your wife's side. Right, and so then oh. I'm like, uh, dude, I'm dating that. Actually, they're pretty good. Maybe the team learned something from it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll see it. All right, have a good weekend, guys. We out. Yeah, AJ Brown's like, dude, I'm just going back to the Titans. At least we just go to Broadway with them. Oh, man. All right, we out. Dude, but that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. I can't wait. I don't know where he's just like, hey, what about us hosting a happy hour for you guys? We'll buy the first drink. I was like, oh, okay, Preds. Yeah, okay. if you want to do that. So, yeah. Dude, that's what it's called being having partners. Like, that's badass. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool. So, we walk straight from the watch party over to the Preds game and we have a happy hour at the Preds game in a private room. I don't know. We love to partner. How are you doing? Yeah, what up, partner, partner, partner? Hey, so when we shake his hand, we grease him with like a 20? Yeah. Hey, what up, partner? What up, partner? Mm. <laughs> we grease it, dude. We shake him. $100 handshake. I mean, that's great. That's what uh, South Beach taught me. When you're in, you know, when you get into a private thing, you just grease them. You shake their hand. I mean, then you're in. Yeah. So I'm, I think that's what he expects. When we shake hands, we're like, hey, man, thank you for the partnership. We need to have cash in the hand. Okay, we'll take a collection. It's like an, it's like a napkin, dude. He's like, Whoa. it's like an <laughs> IOU. Hey, thank you, dude. <laughs> ah! BFS forever. It's a note. He's like, what? Oh man. Hey, but SoreLosers.com. I mean, dude, tickets, they're flying. I mean, but the Preds tickets. The last day you can buy them is Sunday. Sunday at midnight. So, I think it's gonna be fun, dude. Right. If you create demand, it'll create action. You think so? That's a. Business, I mean, business tactic. I, I bet you people. There's no one else buying tickets, right? They've already bought their tickets. Well, I said Justin was confirmed. I don't think he's bought his yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. 
Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.